0: Greetings and good health. I am Dr. Jerica Sarko, a pediatric and family wellness chiropractor. This is your Lifeline to Vitality, where we discuss ways to cultivate family wellness. Welcome back to another edition of your Lifeline to Vitality. Today, let's talk about primitive reflexes. Have you or someone you know ever been diagnosed with retained primitive reflexes? What does this diagnosis mean? Can it be fixed? If it can, how does one unretain these primitive reflexes? I like to first break down the words of the term to get at their root meaning before we delve further into their implications. The word retained means to keep or to hold back. The word primitive means original or first of its kind. And finally, the word reflex means a bending back to. Combining the individual words into a succinct definition, retained primitive reflexes means keeping of the original bending. What was our original bending? To answer this, we have to think back to our original location. Where was our original location? That would be our mother's womb. The original bending in our mother's womb was the fetal position. The fetal position gets its name in reference to how the prenatal baby arranges its body while in the womb. The textbook fetal position includes the back curved forward, the head flexed down, and the extremities hugged closely to the midsection. The fetal position is the position of protection and comfort for the growing baby. It is also the neurological preset for the nervous system as it develops, the primordial starting point as it forms neurological connections. The fetal position is normal and natural for the fetus because it needs to feel protection and comfort as it slowly develops. Part of the lack of movement of the fetus is also in part due to the limited amount of space that is available. It is confined to the world of the womb, but even while in its confined space, it learns to explore and move. Every mother will remark how the baby will kick, grab, and move while in the womb, learning how to explore its environment. While the fetal position is normal for when we are in the internal, natural womb, it should not be the default position when we are in the external, natural world. As we grow and the brain develops, we naturally lose the majority of our primitive reflexes. That's because we no longer need to be in a state of complete protection. New neural connections and pathways link up as we extend outside ourselves, out of our infancy and into adolescence and then adulthood. So how can primitive reflexes get retained? Because we as individuals and as a society are not allowing our brains the opportunity to fully develop and express itself. Where do we find ourselves in our modern world? Harkening back to our days in the womb, hunched over a computer, head down on our phones, extremities curled up on the recliner, barely moving past the end table to reach for our pop or junk food. Where do our children find themselves in our modern world? right next to us on the couch, bent over their own gadget or device. The reflexes are indeed retained or kept because we never live our lives outside of our modern-day womb. We are meant to explore, experience, and get out of our comfort zone. Why is this? Exploration leads to experience. Experience leads to growth. Growth leads to development. Development leads to creation. Ultimately, I think creation leads to joy. This is why even the baby knows after nine months in the womb, it is ready to explore other territories. With birth, the baby is finally ready to explore life outside the womb, to find the source of his or her creation. New neurological connections should be made that override and take precedence over the primitive reflexes. Those overriding connections usually involve movements that take us out of the reflexed or fetal flexed position. What do these movements look like? There are a plethora of actions and movements, but the overarching natural progressions are hardwired into our brain and present themselves in a general time sequence. These actions are first initiated in the brainstem and then expand further up into the higher brain centers, apexing at the primary motor cortex. There are many sensory and motor developmental profiles that assist in overriding the primitive reflexes, but I will focus on gross motor milestones of the first year of life. A general outline follows such as, From birth until around two months, the baby will start to raise their head slightly off the floor when on their stomach, hold their head up momentarily when supported, alternate kicking their legs when on their back, and thrust their arms out in play. Between three and five months, baby will start to lift their head and chest when on their stomach and prop themselves on their forearms. There will be some head bobbing in supported sitting. They will roll from side to side and they will roll from their stomach to their back, and they will start to make crawling movements. From six to eight months, they'll start to reach for objects on their stomach, pivot around on their stomach, pull themselves forward on their stomach, roll from their back to their stomach, and move from a sitting to a lying position on their stomach. From nine to 11 months, they will start to sit alone with trunk rotation. They will pivot and scoot while in the sitting position. They'll start to pull to stand, pull themselves up, they will also stand alone momentarily. From around 12 to 15 months, they'll begin walking on their knees. They will start to walk independently without support. They will start to creep upstairs. They will also be able to start, stop, and turn without falling while walking. They will also crawl up on chairs or on furniture and begin the motions of running. Stifling or preventing these movements, especially during infancy, can have lasting negative effects. Trying to restrict and or persuade these motor patterns is a major cause in the retention of the primitive reflexes. Restrictive products such as lounging pillows and fixed foam seats cater to the flex position and actually prevent extension movements. Persuading objects such as bouncers, jumpers, and walkers try to force developmental motor patterns on infants' bodies not yet ready for the stresses that they bring. It is a natural impulse for parents to want the best for their children and to stay ahead of the curve. This tendency is exploited and misguided by companies that make these restrictive and persuasive devices. The novelty of the product can help generate sales for the company, but at what cost to the child's development? Where do you start when it comes to preventing retained primitive reflexes? The best place to start is at the beginning. What I mean by this is that proactive movement is more beneficial than reactive movement. Activating the nervous system early and often, especially in extension-driven patterns, will prevent retained primitive reflexes. Swaddling your infant tightly in a gently rocking bassinet with a binky in their mouth can allow you as a parent to catch up on some needed sleep or laundry, but this type of restrictive non-movement should not be used for long periods of time. An infant might not move much, but the movements they do make matter. Along with educating parents and patients on external ways to integrate primitive reflexes, how else can chiropractic care help with this remediation process? The goal of chiropractic is to promote full expression of the nerve system at the spinal level. The nerve system controls all the movements we make. The spine is the mediator between the brain and the body, using the spinal cord, which is protected by the spine, as the courier of the brain's functional messages for movement. The messages from the brain can get distorted along the route to the body, resulting in the expression of the message to be less than ideal. One way that that message can be distorted is by a subluxation. A subluxation is when a bone in the spine is not in proper alignment with the rest of the spine and interferes with the adjacent nerve tissues this interference can have a negative impact on overall neurological function, especially affecting how reflexes are integrated. Chiropractors are trained specifically in techniques aimed at removing a subluxation through gentle, non-invasive, safe adjustments of the spine. With a subluxation corrected, a higher potential of neurological function can be established. Thank you for listening. For even more information on how chiropractic can benefit you and your family, please check out my website, ohiospecific.com. That's O-H-I-O-S-P-E-C-I-F-I-C dot com. Until next time, remember to keep your head cool, feet warm, and your mind busy.